Hey, welcome to the Pink Parlay. As you know, I always gotta thank y'all first. The Pink Parlay has been reaching achievements. In fact, the Pink Parlay just got its 100 downloads achievement, and I am so grateful. In fact, I cry every time I receive a new achievement, or whenever you guys contact me personally, just to tell me y'all love the show, and y'all fucking with it. All the love I've been receiving is so rewarding for me. So again, thank you so much, you guys, for real. I was scrolling through my news feed and I follow these very known female podcasters and they was talking about how they love a man and that can check them and put them in their place. Now, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just can't get with this shit. I'm sorry, but depending on how badly a man got me fucked up, I'm going hard each and every time and he better not try to check me. That's just going to make me even more angry and I'm going to more than likely hit him. Is that normal, y'all? I don't know. If you snap at your man because he did something wrong and then he ended up checking you, what type of woman are you? Are you the type of woman that likes to be checked and put in your place? Are you the type that's like me that's going to get to swinging? Now, I know my past may be the reasons for my lack of respect for men. And as much as I realize that most men are stronger than me, that hasn't stopped me from putting my hands on a man, which brings me to today's topic, domestic violence. I'll be sharing my double-sided stories of domestic violence situations and what I'm trying to do to overcome these feelings of me wanting to put my hands on a man. So roll up if you smoke, if you drink, if you drink, and if you gotta be sober, then just listen to this realness I'm finna give y'all, okay? Domestic violence can be defined as physical, emotional, psychological, or financial abuse that occurs between intimate partners. Domestic violence comes in many different forms like physical violence, verbal abuse, sexual abuse, economic abuse, stalking, and even digital and emotional abuse. It is important to remember that domestic violence isn't always one-sided, and in some cases, it's the men that's being attacked by women. When it comes to myself, I've sadly dealt with domestic violence in a few of my relationships. Some of the domestic violence I've had to endure is physical and emotional abuse, humiliation, threats, stalkers, and so on. I've probably experienced just about every bit of domestic violence. Hell, I've been threatened with a weapon a couple times. Now, in my cases, I am not going to act like I was innocent. Although, no woman deserves a man laying his hands on her, I know there were also a few times where I was definitely pushing my partner's buttons, or I would even hit my partner first. My child's father was the first domestic violent relationship I was ever in. Most of the time, my baby daddy would just hit me for no apparent reason. I'm pretty sure my baby daddy has laid hands on every woman he's ever been with. Shit, there was even a time he hit his own mama. I remember my daddy and I being at his mother's apartment. The thing is with his mother is her mood was very unpredictable, just depending on what stage of her high she was at. Sometimes she was pleasant and quite funny, and other times she was just a monster. I remember one time his mother got in my face, and I was feeling a strong urge to hit her because I knew it was only a matter of time before she hit me. I don't even know why she was angry. I didn't do anything to her. She was just being a delusional, angry crackhead, honestly. I asked my daddy to get his mama, thinking he was just going to grab her and pull her away. Why this man slides the fuck out of his mama, like decks her right in the face and drops her? Her big ass came tumbling down to the ground due to the impact his fist made to her head. This definitely caught me off guard, and all I could say was like, damn, I didn't mean hit your mama. But I will say, she did shut up for the rest of the night. There were times I was hitting my baby daddy, and I can't even act like I wasn't asking for it. I remember one time I was horny, 
and I want to have more sex with my baby daddy. But for whatever reason, he just couldn't go again. At this time, we were staying in his friend's abandoned home. Well, it was their home, I suppose, but it was dilapidated with no electricity or hot water. My baby daddy suggests I go mess with this homie. I look at him like, are you sure? And he calmly reassured me and said, yeah, go ahead. So as soon as I start walking up to his homie, he sneaks me from behind, punches the shit out of me, and then knocks me off my balance. All I could say was, damn, nigga. You would think that would be the last time of me trying to fuck with any of his homies, but nope. Not that I wanted his homies. It's just that my baby daddy would piss me off or do some real disrespectful shit, but he'll do anything for his homies. So I knew the worst way to hurt him is to fuck his homie. And there was this one homie that was the closest to him. That was the easiest target for me to get my revenge. At this time, I was in Vegas with my baby daddy's homegirl from his hood. Their little homie was a man that was about five feet tall and he always needed a place to stay. So he ends up coming to where we at in Vegas. He was actually cool as fuck. I didn't like him at all though because this guy was literally a joke. But then I remember how when I was pregnant and my baby daddy borrowed my food stamps and he spent all the food stamps I had on my card so he could feed himself and his little homie. I think that was actually the last straw of my pregnancy when I just knew I could not be my baby daddy anymore. Eventually my baby daddy found his way to Vegas to stay there as well. Ugh. And honestly, thinking back on this situation, I really think my roomie had a lot to do with this messy ass shit. Like, it's crazy because I never really thought back to the story until now while writing this episode. But it's like, yeah, that little bitch and probably her little messy ass dude too, they're all from the same hood, probably had him hella hype because it's not my baby that just came out of nowhere. I know for a fact, I wasn't the one that told him I was there. So yeah. Be careful who your friends are because, yeah, that will have your baby daddies come looking for your ass. But anyways, by the time he gets there, me and his little homie already fucked. But this dumbass nigga ended up feeling guilty and told him. My baby daddy ended up slapping the shit out of me and I just started crying because I already knew he would have beat the shit out of me if I didn't hurry up and make him feel bad. Him and his little homie fought outside. My baby daddy beat the shit out of him pretty bad. The plan worked though because this crushed my baby daddy's little heart. In fact, to this day, he still brings up this situation to me. The use of drugs and alcohol can impair an individual's judgment and leads to increased aggressive behavior. Using drugs can also increase the intensity and frequency of domestic violence incidents. If drugs or alcohol are abused in a relationship, it can disrupt communication patterns and create an environment in which physical and psychological threats are more likely to occur. Individuals who suffer from substance abuse problems are more likely to become abusive in relationships than those who don't. I will say for me, there was this time one of my exes made me so mad, but I feel it was my drug use that took this anger to a whole nother level. I remember way back, I was dating a guy for a few months, and although he had a lot of love for me, he definitely loved his baby mama too. He's telling me about her, how she's pretty, how she would be down for a threesome. And as y'all know, I'm the type to welcome beautiful women into the bedroom with me and my man. So of course, I'm completely on board with this idea. Things took a turn when the bitch caught an attitude when she saw me. I knew she was mad when she saw the pretty face, thin waist with this fat ass, but I didn't appreciate her attitude especially since i was picking her up in my car and she was in my room that i paid for so if you in my shit and you not fucking and you got attitude like why is you here we ended up talking it out and she told me apparently she had no idea a threesome was what was supposed to be going on so now i'm just mad at his dumb ass 
It kills me when a man can't orchestrate a threesome correctly. I swear it's so easy. Like if he would have communicated everything to her as he did to me, he would have had his threesome dream come true. But as he takes her back home, I remember I had some e-pills, like four of them. Angry me ended up popping like all of them. And I felt like taking that many pills had my heart beat fast and be feeling strong. By the time my man came back, I took off at him, beating him all in his hard ass head. He says, ouch, that shit kinda hurt. I guess I broke this man's threshold when it comes to him beating women because he's never hit a woman in his life until that night. He ended up straight me down to the bed and now he's doing his big one talking big shit like, oh, you thought that shit was funny, huh? He takes his big old country hand up above his head and came down hard right on the side of my face and slapped the shit out of me. He was like, yeah, that doesn't feel so good, huh? Let me give you one more. And of course, he gives me another extremely firm slap on the face. You would think things would have been done for the night, but I wasn't a normal person. I was a high person. At this point, I felt like my wrists were broken and I started to trip out. I had my boyfriend take me to the hospital. So now I'm at the ER and the nurse was cute as fuck and thick. And I can't even lie. I started flirting with her. I was like, damn, can I take you back to the room with me? What time you off? Like, honestly, the situation was comical. Even my boyfriend found the situation funny. And once they got my urine results back, they figured I was okay. My ass was just high as hell. So they released me. So let that be a lesson to not do drugs, y'all. In my four-year relationship, I swear this man would try me. It would be like he knew how bad my temper was and he always would test it to see how far I would go. Although it started from me putting my hands on him, it eventually progressed to him putting his hands on me. Remember that one Sharpie incident I talked about on the Single Forever episode? When I found out my man was in the closet and I wrote messages on every single surface in his apartment about how I hate him and how much he broke my heart. Well, I ended up going back to him after this whole incident. At this point, I had came back to his home and by this time, he had scrubbed every last message that was in his apartment. Woo! I knew that took some elbow grease. And as I'm feeling happy because of course we had made up and had good sex, I'm walking out of his door and I notice a pair of what looks like women's sweatpants folded up sitting on the bookshelf that was positioned right by his door. When I asked him, whose fucking sweatpants is this? And when he said, they probably my brothers, I knew immediately he was lying. So I charge over to him with the sweatpants in hand. He's sitting on the bed and I took these thin stretchy ass sweatpants and double wrapped them so tightly around his neck so he dropped on his back and couldn't breathe. I had his ass. As I was yelling at him, nigga stop playing with me. I'll kill you with these fucking sweatpants. And that's what I did. <laughs> Just kidding y'all. But I probably would have if it wasn't for the look of mercy he had in his face. So I decided to let him go. I never found no random articles of clothing again after that though. So I think he learned his lesson. In the beginning, my ex was somewhat kind and would never hit me. But after a while, there would be times we would be drunk and we would get into some heated arguments where we would both be violent to each other. I remember one time we got into a heated argument in his Prius. And I can't remember what the argument was in regards to, but I do remember we was drunk that night off some Sailor Jerry. Sailor Jerry is a cheap, but smooth, 92 proof rum. The bottle has a hula girl on it. So the reason why I'm being so detailed on this bottle is because I strongly suggest that if you see that shit, back far away from it. Nope. Because that shit will have you very violent and very ignorant. So we end up drinking the shit. And when I tell you we had an argument so bad where I hit him while he was driving and he pulled over and socked me and busted my nose. Now mind you, this is the same man with muscular dystrophy. But I'm telling you that Sailor Jerry gave that man superpowers. 
he went from disabled to hit me with a falcon punch. But this was the first time he hit me, and it wasn't the last time he hit me either. At the start of me and my ex's relationship, I would live with him, and he never hesitated to kick me out every chance he got with every argument we had. But of course, this would only last for a day or two, and then we would get back together. While arguing with him again in his Prius, I remember being so frustrated with him kicking me out, and I was just saying how I need my own place. I kid you not. When I say God is good and God answered my prayers right at that moment, I get a random phone call from a private number right in the middle of our argument about him kicking me out and how I need my own spot. I almost wasn't even going to answer the phone because of the private number. Luckily, I decided to answer it and the lady on the phone said, this is your low income apartment. We have your apartment ready for you. See how good God is, y'all? And this is why no matter how hard life gets, God is always going to come through at the right time. When I stayed at the maternity shelter in Compton, I was mainly staying there to get resources for housing. And I would ride on buses all over Los Angeles County, put my name on every low income housing list. And after about three years, they finally called me. I couldn't believe it. And it was lovely to see the dumbfounded look on his face. And all he could say was, well, you wanted a place. Well, there you go. So once I moved into my apartment, my rent was cheap and my apartment was nice. Actually, I was truly blessed. At this point, my man's rent increased again at his studio apartment in Inglewood. So since we were back together, we were discussing of having him stay with me since it'll be cheaper and we could stack our SSI checks and work checks. So he started slowly moving in, bringing in most of his clothes and we got into an argument. Now it was my turn to get my revenge and have his shit out the door and to kick him out of my shit. But he didn't like that so much. When I tell him to get out, he reaches into his backpack very calmly and quickly pulls out his Glock pistol and whips me right in the face. Blood started pouring out of my face. I couldn't even inhale without my nose being full of blood. Blood filled my mouth and was gushing out as I ran to the bathroom and quickly grabbed a towel so I could clean up my face. I couldn't get the blood to stop, but I got it to where a point where I was able to fuck him up though. See, he felt bad for what he did, and although he was still in the house, we were in separate rooms, so this gave me time to be crafty. I had a very small vacuum with a detachable handle on it. I took it off and placed it on the side of my bed. As he came into my room to check up on me, there was my moment to fuck him up. So that's what I did. I hopped up with the stick and started beating on his head like I was a pinata. Blood is now gushing all over my face as I'm striking him. Now his head busted open and blood poured down his face. Now I felt even. I got his ass back. But I was angry that my mouth kept filling up with blood. So I started spitting blood at him. So then he started spitting blood at me. Now, if that ain't the most demonic, twisted ass shit ever. Like this violent argument probably could have been the perfect scene for a horror movie. Blood was everywhere in my apartment. The walls had bloody handprints and splashes and blood puddles stained my carpet. And not only that, both of our faces were a mess. He busted my nose open. I never went to the hospital to get stitches or anything. I just let it heal the way it healed. But to this day, I still have the scar on my nose from his ass. Damn, see why I be having to say some of these stories for other episodes? Like, my life is so abnormal. My stories be so damn dramatic and crazy. I hope y'all not judging me too much, if anything. I hope you guys are proud of my spiritual growth. Because I used to be a person that was filled with anger. Now, I've been single for a while. But one thing I do know, and I don't give a damn how strong my mind is. But if anybody put their hands on me, I'm hitting them back. I've been taught this as a child. You've been taught this as a child. 
Like, I don't know where all y'all come from, but where I come from, we don't turn down shit. Meaning, if a person must need a physical altercation, then we must have a physical altercation. For me, this goes for a woman and a man. I truly do not like anyone putting hands on me. And I'm so crazy, I'm not even scared to lose. I don't care how big and strong of a man you are. If you hear me, I'm always going to get my lick back. As a matter of fact, there's a man somewhere in the club in Hollywood that for sure needs this lick. So let me tell y'all about this one funny looking big head man. First off, I have to go way back to how I was actually fucking with this homie at first. I used to work with this very attractive good dick man. And I remember the first time I kicked it with him, he was like, I bet this nigga all in your DMs and he shows me the funny looking man. Here's what's tricky. The man actually looks like a little joint on Instagram. I'm not even gonna lie. And I will say the look is there. The lyrics is not though. He is very well dressed and knows how to put a cap on that big ass head. And he knows how to style himself to hide his ollie built body. So he shows me the man, but I'm not interested. However, a few days later, this man ends up following me and sliding in my DMs. I instantly think this is some sort of test or something. I don't know, but this man was extra extra dehydrated my dms i was never interested in meeting this man it's my friend's birthday and my non-clubbing ass gets forced and dragged to this damn club my friend also gets me intoxicated with endless amounts of various different alcohols the overloads of alcohol causes me to have slightly blurred vision and an impeccable sex drive i see big head in the club so i catch his attention of course i approach him as a classy woman and probably introduces myself. So I start grabbing on him to drop down to my knees and start to perform dry fellatio on this man. We ended up leaving the club shortly afterwards and we met up at his Koreatown apartment. Of course I gave him some and I thought this would have been a one night stand, but this shit was kind of ongoing for a minute until this man put his hands on me. I used to fuck with this guy before my mindset changed. So even though I tolerated him for a short period of time, he just irked me with how rude he was and unaffectionate he was. He just acted like a typical LA nigga. I have no clue why I was even fucking with him. We had cool moments, but he wasn't shit. I'm coming to see him and my attitude already on like a seven because he sent me some bullshit posts about how I should be ladylike. Like, if you want to be a woman, then just say that, but don't come at me for how I embrace my femininity. To add to my irritation, he asked me to buy him an eighth a week. This now brings my attitude to an eight. Then he had me pulling up and he wasn't even home yet. So now I'm about at a good 9.5. But I ended up chilling, drinking some liquor, and I went back down to about a five. So we ended up doing our thing and I'm already planning on leaving. Although I usually spend the night, I had to get to my money. I guess my drugness irritates his mean, ugly ass. So he tells me I have to go. I wanted to be a little freaky before I left, but he grabs me by my ponytail and pulls me to the ground and then busts me right in the lip. Okay, I'm being slightly dramatic, y'all. <laughs> I'm sure that was what he was trying to do. But this man has some of the softest arms ever. Like, he's not strong at all. But with the socks I had on and the slick hard floors, it was very easy to lose my footing. He did hit me very softly on my lip, so it caused absolutely no damage. However, he still had me fucked up. It took me a moment to get to my senses because I was like, I know this nigga did it. But when I realized he did, I got up and got swinging on his big head ass. Since I was already by his door, he managed to get me out. But I didn't feel satisfied with my hits, for he dodged every punch. I think he has good footwork because he's a skateboarder. I don't know, but I knew was more damage needed to be done. 
This man loves his car. He has a custom wrap Camaro with his rapper name all in the tires. And I know I wanted to take my blade and slash every last one of the bitches. Because this is Koreatown, there's nothing but street parking. And there's never any parking. I figured if I'm going to do the crime, it would probably be smart to make sure my car was near. By the time I got my car and pulled up, his ass was already sitting right there in his car. He knew the vibes. He must have felt it in his spirit that I was coming to fuck his shit up. So I block him in and hop out with all the bullshit. I start swinging on him again. But this time when he dodged it, I ended up hitting his car. I punched the shit out of it. And I know I let the dinner in it for sure. But I also end up breaking my middle finger. To this day, my middle finger is deformed and fucked up. This is why when I catch him slipping in the club, I feel as to smack the shit out of him. I don't know. What you think, y'all? I know I should be the bigger person, right? Me being the bigger person in this just breaks my heart. This man is arrogant, unapologetic, and still has the audacity to still ask me to fuck. So all this just adds more fuel to the fire. Just to put that out there. But nonetheless, I let this lame ass alone. I will not stay with any man that ever puts his hands on me ever again really want to change from this and become better and i'm truly hoping i can find a healthy partner that makes me happy so that i won't have to hit him but do y'all see how these men are these days i feel like most men just expect you to be loyal to them while they mess around with everybody and it's like i have to wait my turn to have my time with them i see this relationship dynamic all the time especially in la i feel these men feel it's okay because there are women condoning this foolishness i know about y'all but I ain't having it. I will say, after I hit a couple guys, they chilled the fuck out for a minute. Because they realized they tried the wrong bitch. Self-improvement is a big deal to me. And even though I feel stuck in my ways on this, I decided to read a few articles on women's IPV. I done discovered a new word from when I had to beat a man up. Like, don't get hit with this IPV. But IPV stands for Intimate Partner Violence. Statistics show that most women that hit their partners either have issues with controlling their temper or they feel the need to control. I know for sure I have issues with controlling my anger, as y'all probably get sick. But I do know that I don't get angry until someone tries to test me. All my life, I always say to myself and minding my business, and here comes somebody old mean ass coming to fuck with me. But when I go off, I'm always the person that took it too far. It be the same way in my relationships. So how can we heal from this? There's, of course, counseling and support groups that are helpful. Am I going to attend? No. And why? Because I'd rather just not deal with a man that's unhealthy and toxic. I think that's the best way to go, honestly. I have been single, so I haven't had a need to put my hands on anyone. My clients treat me like a queen, so I'm good there. I love the positive male attention I receive. When I try to get back into the grooves of the regular date world, I be shook. Like, what the fuck is this? These the men you giving free pussy to? I'm telling y'all, as much as I know I'll eventually move on from my sex work, it's this dating world that really got me second guessing. And it don't help, I gotta remember all my date nightmares on these episodes with y'all. Like, no wonder I don't wanna be bothered with anybody. I don't know, y'all. I wanna hear y'all opinions on this dating world. Let me know in the polls on Spotify how y'all feeling about dating in 2023. On today's show, we talked about domestic violence and I shared some of my psychotic domestic violence situations. I can respect the women out here that's keeping their hands to themselves and I respect the ones just like me, popping a man in their head every time we are crossed, whichever you prefer. It's best that we identify what makes us angry in a man and to leave those types alone. 
Instead, keep you a man that's your rock, your peace, and elevate you and adds your beauty. Let's leave the men that's scarring us and bruising us because we are all beautiful. And if we could all mentally understand this, then I promise you, none of us would ever put up with this domestic violent bullshit. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening and supporting. And don't be late to the parlay. Follow at the Pink Parlay on all social media. Take care and I'll see y'all on the next parlay.